0: podcast from Hope Church Gainsborough. For more information visit www.hopechurchgainsborough.co.uk As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things. But only one thing is needed. Mary has chosen what is better and it will not be taken away from her. Fantastic. We pray the Lord might bless the reading of his word this morning. We are in, if you can remember, the middle of our series, The Real Stuff. So far, we've seen real joy and we've seen real hope. And prayerfully, this week, will help us go deeper and search out the real stuff in our lives as we look into the word and as it's done for us over the past few weeks, as it's spoken into our hearts, you'll know very well that over the last few months, life has slowed down. Now, it's not got any easier, I'm hastened to add, um, when you think of all that's going off so many Um, have been still going out to work, the key and essential workers, and now as we're easing lockdown, so many are returning to work, but we've been working from home, we've been homeschooling, we've been trying to keep literally above water. It's not been any easier, but it has slowed down. You have to think, don't you, before you nip to the shops, is it necessary? You have to ask the question to your heart and your mind this morning that before I go and do something, before I step, is it essential? So my question, I guess, this morning as we begin with our third instalment of The Real Stuff is, have we learnt anything in this slow down space that we found ourselves in? Have we learnt anything? The question that we should all ask, and we have, I know, indeed been asking before we go anywhere is, is it necessary? Now, on a Sunday evening, my wife and I are quite keen on a, on a wee bit of chocolate. Um, so on a Sunday evening, we like a, a nice galaxy bar and a nice cup of tea And uh, we like to sit down and watch something half decent on TV and just spend a bit of time together. Um, But when you've forgot the galaxy, when you go on the weekly shop, you have to ask yourself, is it really necessary that I go out right now and go and fetch the galaxy so that we've got it? My wife's nodding to say, yes, it is wholly essential, but I'm sure that we can make the right decision in the moment. Sometimes... I've noticed we we can often forget what's really important. We can often forget what's really necessary because, the truth be told, we are rushing around everywhere doing this, doing that, perhaps even trying to please people in all that chaos. Is that fair to say? But now in this space of pause, and this is our 12th Sunday online, not being able to see you guys on a Sunday morning, and um, you're being able to see me and, and note that I've got a similar shirt on to what I had a few weeks ago. and You're all judging. I, I know that's fine. I, I can quite accept it. But in this space is, is we have an opportunity to pause and to reflect because there's less rush and i wonder if that means that there's room for growth let me say that again in this space of of pause and and reflection and and the less hustle and bustle the less rush is there room for growth in our text this morning that lolly has read for us Jesus is coming to a town called Bethany. His disciples are with him and, Martha, and La- Martha, sorry, Lazarus's sister, invites them into her home. I mean, that straight off the bat is a big thing to do. And um, When you see Jesus and his disciples, the people that are following him, you're like, well, have I got space? you'll have all thought, I'm sure, have I hoovered the carpet? Are the curtains set properly? Have I cut the dishes off the the draining board? Is the dishwasher empty? Whatever it might be, You, you think about these things, that's natural. But what Martha does in the moment is she invites Jesus and his disciples into her home. Now, they know Jesus really well. Jesus is friends, as we know, as we read through scripture, he's friends with Lazarus. And also, as we understand, he raised Lazarus from the dead. So there's huge links, huge ties. And John chapter 12, verse 1 through 10, give us a similar snapshot to where we are now from a different perspective. So allows us to just see the whole story. And this story uh, uh, that you see in John and here in Luke, I'm going to reference them both in the same moment so that we can understand and take the picture as a whole. We can view the whole landscape, if you like. So Martha then and her sister Mary have experienced firsthand Jesus' power. They know who he is. But in this moment that we have recorded for us, that Lola's read, in this moment, one is worshipping with the head and one is worshipping with the heart. You could even go as far as to say that one is worshipping with the head and the other is worshipping with the head and the heart. Martha had invited Jesus in and his disciples into a home. So she felt then in that responsibility was on her to make all the preparations. You you know the things I've already mentioned, getting the curtains fluffed up and the cushions all ready and make sure the carpets are nice and clean and make sure there's a few nibbles on the table while you cook the food. You you know the score. You remember having people round. I know it's a while ago, but, but I'm sure you're looking forward to having those moments again. She felt that responsibility. She felt like she needed everything to be just perfect for them. It says in Luke chapter 10 and verse 40. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She was distracted. She was consumed by what people think she was consumed by what she thinks they expect she's consumed by it so much so the word records for us that she is distracted she is rushing around she's getting annoyed and frustrated you know that well i certainly do and then in her mayhem gets to a, a head where she thinks i know what i need to do She goes to her Lord, who raised her brother from the dead, who is sat in her house. She goes to him and she says this in verse 40. Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? And then it says, with an exclamation... Tell her to help me. In that moment of her chaos, uh, her mayhem, her the thoughts in her head of what she thought people expected of her, she goes to her lord and asks the most ludicrous question. It's like you want to shake her, don't you? Like, Martha, you're not listening. Martha, you're you not grasped what's going off here. Look what's happening. She has missed in its entirety what's happening. Who she's missed who is there in the room with her. She has missed who is listening to her. She has missed who is watching what she's doing. She has completely and utterly not grasped that the very Lord that she's gone to to ask her sister to crack on and help is the very Lord who raised her brother from the dead. And Jesus, he even has to say her name twice. Now, you'll know this if you've got children, that when you say a name once, nine times out of ten, they're not listening. Sometimes you have to say it twice. And Jesus here in this moment goes, Martha... And you can imagine, can't you, as, as, the, as it records for us, it's instant. But you can imagine, it's like Martha. And she's like, Lord, if you don't help me, you know, this is ridiculous. What is she doing? She's just sat there doing nothing. And I'm there, doing all this work, running around like a headless chicken, doing what I've got to do. And now, Martha! Like, listen. Stop. Just breathe. She was completely consumed by the noise. Mary on the other hand, while she was sat at Jesus' feet. She was listening and learning and she poured perfume on his feet and she wiped it with her hair. She was worshipping Jesus. She was worshipping Jesus with the real stuff. She was not caught up in the moment, in the mayhem. Rather, she was sat and she was listening. Her head and her heart were in tune. And she's saying this to herself. This is Jesus. This is my healer, this is my saviour, this is my redeemer, and he is in the room. He's here right now, and I'm going to worship him with all that I have and all that I am. You see, they were both in the place where Jesus was, but only one worshiped with the real stuff. Psalm 139 and verse seven through 10 says this, where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I go up to the heavens, you are there. If I make my bed in the depths, you are there. If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me, your right hand will hold me fast. The psalmist records, he says, where can I go from your presence, God? And it is made clear, doesn't matter where we go, God is there. The word records for us, the Bible records for us that God is omnipresent. He is everywhere all of the time. Well, that means then, doesn't it? That he's here right now. That means that he's with you in that room, wherever you are, right now. That means then, doesn't it, that he is everywhere right now. Your maker is in the room with you. Your healer is in the room. Your redeemer is in that very room with you. He is here right now. And the question is, what will you do? Will you make this and this in tune? and worshipping with the real stuff this morning. That's our prayer. Let's pray. Father, we just want to thank you for your word. We thank you for the truth that we see in the real life of people doing real stuff. But Father, we thank you that in these moments that we're able to see that Mary took time out to worship you. She gave her all And Father, our prayer as your church is that you would help us to worship you in this way. Father, to put aside the the chaos, the madness and the rushing around and to take time out of our day to just worship you, to just lift high the name of Jesus, to just thank you for all that you've done for us through your son, the Lord Jesus Christ on that cross. And Father, we just bring our adoration to you this morning. We bring our praise and our worship to you and we just thank you Lord for all that you are, for all that you're doing for each one of us. Continue to strengthen us and uphold us and bless us we pray in Jesus precious name. Amen. So thank you for joining with us church. We are grateful that you're tuning in and we pray that this finds you well and we again look forward to seeing you so very soon. God bless.